Someone should have told Drake no. Yeah, first track should have been like, Dude, that. like the album's called Honestly, Nevermind. And that's the decision he should have made when he put out the album. When when he got the masters, they should have he should have been like, honestly, never mind. That's what he should have done. Welcome to St. Albans Central. I'm your host, St. Albans. This is my world. You're in my world. Welcome to my world. I'm a musician, and I podcast, and I'm a big goofball, and I'm paving the way for the new media. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. R. Kelly, huh? That creep's going to jail for 30 years. Well done. Well done. About time. I mean, I'm glad he's going to jail for trafficking. I think he should have gone to jail for trapped in the closet personally. That was horrible. Have you seen that? The music video? The whole, the whole like, the whole visit. He says midget. You remember that? Where he's like, there's a midget in the cabinet. <laughs> Do you remember that? I forgot that. Oh, yeah, dude. No. But good for him, man. Yeah, I think he was he, he I think he was talking about something about suicide watch in prison. Like, yeah. He did some like really like fucked up stuff. I mean, he had the he was like did he have videos of him peeing on girls? Yeah, like he that? was yeah, he was right? doing some what yeah, somebody on Twitter because the internet always wins. Or it was like, uh, <laughs> uh, R. Kelly was looking for, uh, what was it? Was it? R-, R-, Kelly, R. Kelly was nervous about uh, being locked up in prison during COVID-19. And then someone was just like, oh, too bad it wasn't COVID-15. He'd be all up in it. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy. But yeah, he's going to jail. Good, good for, good for, I'm glad the justice system did something. This is what the real question is: Is like, can you still listen to Ignition Remix? That's the real question. That is the question. Like, I am all about justice, but I I'm one of those people like I can separate the art from the artist, and some people can't. But Ignition Remix is fun, dude. That's like that's like white people's favorite ethnic song. So can you still listen to it? What do you think? I think you can. I I'm in the camp that it's impossible to to navigate and decide like who you're going to listen to and not based on like what they've done. Like there's too many artists. We don't know the background of every single musician yeah. and artist. That, just to say like I'm only going to listen to like the you know locally sourced, you know, ethically produced musicians. Music. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just like like I don't know. Just wait till me, like I'm in my 50s, you know. Then you guys are going to find out who I really was. Huh? Huh? <laughs> no, man. He's uh, that's that's like I've always wondered. Like, can you listen to? I I think you can, but I I just I have this image of like me covering Ignition Remix at a show, and then people boo boo me and try to cancel me. It's kind of like the great. what was the Robin Thicke song about? Kind of 
aggressively assaulting women and stuff. Who's Robin Thicke? Uh, right, Robin Thicke, the song, like, uh, I can't even think of it now. Uh, uh, get, it's like... <laughs> he was the son of the dad in the 90s sitcoms. Uh, Alan Thicke was his dad. Oh, gotcha. And he was in the, the music video with... Uh, Oh my gosh! Yeah, wasn't he like diddling or something like that? Well, it's just the whole song is. Oh, now I gotta look it up. Yeah, how dare you? Yeah, dude. I don't know. I think. Yeah, it's good. I mean, thirty years. I don't know. He's in his fifties, right? Forties, R. Kelly. Yeah. So he'll be he'll be away for the rest of his life, which is good. Blurred lines. Oh. Ooh. It was all about. Hey, it's a little hazy. We should, you know. Did he get canceled? Is well, he done? that song's just kind of. Don't you think it's a little problematic? Maybe. Maybe? A little bit? I don't know. Is it fun? But Robin Thicke, that's the thing. It's like people said, don't listen to Robin Thicke. Yeah. That's a creepy song. I mean, I don't know, dude. So I'm just sick of people telling other people how to live their lives. Listen to Ignition. Let's blare it right Let's, now. Yeah, dude. We're going to outro with the re- Ignition <laughs> remix. No, it's a great song, man. But uh, So 30 years for it, R. But Kelly. Yeah, it, it definitely the, the opening track to Ignition, or what is that song? He's like, my body's, there's like, my mind's telling me no, but oh, my yeah. body, oof. That didn't age well. Yeah. You know? Tough. But good for him. Good for Justice. Justice won today. Um, We'll see. He'll probably be, like, respected in the the jails, putting on shows and stuff. People be bumping. Bumping and grinding. Bumping and grinding. Good for for R. Kelly. Um, (laughs) Good for him. (laughs) um, Who's going to be the next R. Kelly? Drake? Drake's, like... You know all the memes is he's like a goober. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I I just listened to Goody Two Shoes. Have you listened to his latest album? Not really. No. Uh, I am surprised the label let him put it out. It's like it's the same beat. It's just like, and then he's just like, eh, "Mommy and Daddy," like, and he just like repeats stuff over and over. And that's the problem with these. With these like huge mega pop stars who like have made so much money for the, they let them do whatever they want and nobody tells them no. Someone should have told Drake no. Yeah, first track should have been like, Dude, it. like the album's called Honestly, Never Mind. And that's the decision he should have made when he put out the <laughs> album. When, when he got the masters. They should have. He should have been like, honestly, never mind. That's what he should have done. Yeah. Well, this. <laughs> like it's it's it. I I try. I genuinely tried to listen to it, but it was like it was like a it was like a weird like kind of like techno trance. It was like, and it, it didn't even seem. It seemed like he improvised and ad libbed all of the lyrics and like all the melodies because he would just repeat. The same thing over and over and over, and I'm just like, what happened? Like, we're bring back Scorpion. That album was awesome. That's the hot thing now, like house music, like sort is of it? like yeah, like I've I, someone told me what's super hot now is like gay workout music. Where gay it's like, workout music. That's the vibe. That's sweaty. Just like just what makes that gay? No, just like what you would listen to, you know, if you were gay and you worked out. So gay people only listen to trance. I mean, I guess so. I mean, I don't know. That's that's what the headlines are saying. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but it was just like <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like these pops. Like people need to tell them no. They need to be challenged. But like all these, all the new pop. Like even like I think I'm talking about post album. It's all the same, dude. And I like it makes me like hip hop is like really big right now. 
but it's just like it's just so lifeless. It need like I'm curious at like what the next genre would be that's going to be like really really popular. Yeah, because I feel like the last few years has been some of that like uh, slowed kind of '80s synthy stuff that re- got really mm-hmm. popular, you know, for a yeah. few years, and now we're getting into this, you know, house music sort of stuff. Yeah, may- maybe maybe I'm just like I just don't get it. Maybe I'm just old. We're getting old, but like the hip hop today, it's just. There's some like really cool like Denzel Curry did an album, that was really cool. I like Vince Staples, he does some cool stuff, um, but like all the big stars, man, it's all just like the same TikTok garbage. Hip hop needs to go, abolish hip hop. Bye. Gone. <laughs> Gone unless unless it's an Asian hip hop artist. I stand with you, brother. You know, I yeah i I wonder. I I have a feeling that rock and roll is going to come back. I have a feeling because there's something because because there's or probably more analog instruments are going to come. Machine back. Gun Kelly's revival, like oh, completely reviving gosh, rock Machine genre. Gun Kelly. Yep. I need to watch his documentary. Do you? It, well, you know, I, it could change my mind about him. What do you think you'll learn from that documentary? His true hair color. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Machine Gun Kelly seems like a tryhard, but I would be willing to watch his documentary and maybe I'll change his mind. I almost went to the Avril concert with Hot. Really? Yeah, we almost went. When? when was he she was, here? It was, yeah, in town, but it was with Machine Gun Kelly. Oh. And I, who we were, headlined? Well, I think it was, I can't remember if Avril was the head. I think either Avril or Machine Gun Kelly was a headliner. It was one okay. of the two. But hmm. I, and I think Willow was also on it. Who's Willow? Is that his daughter? No, that's Will Smith's daughter, Willow Smith. She has a uh, lot of hits now, Grandpa. You know, I mean, <laughs> hey, man. Dude, I don't know. As a musician, people are like, what's hot? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but I didn't go. I would have gone if it was Willow and Avril. I would have mm. enjoyed myself. But yeah. Machine Gun Kelly, never. I will I just, never. It's just, again, it's just not believable. No. MGK just isn't believable. Hard. It's all just like fabricated. And granted, like, a lot, like everything I do is fabricated, it's curated. But there, you need to be able to do it in a way that's like, you. This sounds weird. You need to be able to curate and fabricate stuff in a way that's authentic. You know. Yeah. Well, you just gotta like put some, some of your soul into it. It yeah. all just feels like mass produced. Yeah. No, it is. But yeah, I so I I I like to think that that rock and some sort of rock and roll will come back. Like I I think we'll have. Um, and maybe this is the boomer in me speaking, but like analog instrument, like real instruments on, on stuff, like more like real drums, you know? Oh yeah. Cause I think it was like early, like early two thousands. It was like the four piece rock band. I mean like the fray was massive. Um, killers. The, like, yeah. The killers were huge. Yeah. And then they slowly faded away from that. We're like Maroon five was like a four piece band, but then it became like Avril or Adam Levine. Project is Adam Levine, yeah, yeah, he's got all that, but that's that's my prediction. I think uh, rock and roll will make a comeback. The new Jimmy World single that was out was it good a few weeks ago or a month ago? I love it, yeah, Yeah. louder enough. I think it's called it's super good. It's right in that pocket, just like four piece band, guitars sound great, Mm -hmm. nice and thick, really nice drums. Yeah, Jimmy, I've never seen them live. I would love to see Jimmy World. Are you listening? Um, 
No. The podcast didn't mess up. I just didn't say anything. I was messing <laughs> with you. I was messing with you. I was just checking the next thing on the notes. So. <laughs> what? We don't take notes. It's all at the top yeah, of the dome. <laughs> this is all the top of the dome. Actually, so uh, before the podcast, I was on Twitter, um, and I saw Andrew Schultz, um, who's one of my favorite comedians. He tweeted, he tweeted a clip from his special that's called Infamous, Infamous, and he tweeted, and he basically said, um, the streaming service who was going to put it out wanted him to take out some jokes and he said no and then he bought it back so he and i think i want to say it was if i remember it was like a seven figure deal that he got for his uh his comedy special um but they wanted to take out his jokes um and he said no so he bought i would imagine seven figures bought it back from the streaming service and he's gonna you can pre-order it now on his website Dang. um so i'm really curious to see kind of what happens because he for me he's been like i've looked at people like him and other comedians um of just taking their career in the own hand he was he was kind of the pioneer of clips um taking your your live content and making it all clippable uh, i think he's got like 1.8 subscribe a million subscribers on youtube or something like that so he's mm. probably probably the biggest comedian on youtube um give or take or traditional uh, comedian um but yeah i i was when i saw that i was really surprised so i'm very curious to see what happens um i think he will he will recoup his cost for sure i think he's cultivated a fan base that's that they're pretty much like ride or die. He's he's very much um, uncensored. He's the guy. He's like he's gonna say gay and retarded, just because it's funny and he's just having a good time. And he's just like, he's not gonna back down. And I, I like to think that there's still a lot of culture that rides with that, just because it's fun and they don't want to be told what to do. Yeah, Scottson back there is like yeah, dude, <laughs> hell yeah, I'm gonna follow this guy after this, you know. Um, but I think he has a loyal fan base, so I think I think he's going to recoup his cost. Um, but I'm very I'm very curious because he was he was very critical of a lot of like streaming services, um, and then he kind of got screwed over by one. Um, so he just seems like the type of guy he just takes his career in his own hands, and he's always ahead of what will work. But I couldn't believe it. I mean, that's kind of a pretty good stunt, though, if you, if you can market that in a way. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, like you know? that's what Louis C.K. does. Um, oh, but yeah. I, I think the challenge with, uh, and may, but who knows? He might have. He could have earned it. He's probably earned people paying extra money. But like, so Louis C.K. when he does his specials, he puts it on his website. I think you can pay ten dollars and buy it. Um, but the challenge with that is you have a hard time reaching new fans. Um, so what I imagine he will do is he will put it on his website and then put a bunch of clips of it on YouTube to try to get people to actually go buy it. Um, so I think he'll be fine. He's like super smart, super capable, um, a huge inspiration for me. He's going to be fine. He's going to recoup his money, but I'm very curious to see what he does next. And my, my guess is he will again be another pioneer in taking stand-up even further where a lot of the bigger comedians they're getting netflix specials they're getting hbo specials but i think he's gonna figure out a way to where you can get a few million dollars from a sponsorship mm. and put it on youtube or something like that um but 
I don't know. I'm excited. I'm a big fan. I'm a big Schultz fan. So hopefully one day I one day I will be on this podcast. Andrew Schultz, if you're listening to me, my name's St. Aubin. Keep an eye out, Bubba. You'll see me soon. I'll be on your podcast. Give me two years. Maybe three. Maybe three. <laughs> Maybe three. Maybe <laughs> likely it's five, but um I'm gonna see you soon. Uh listen to my song. Let me know if you like it. Um but yeah, it's it's very. I'm very curious to see kind of what because a lot of comedians they've they've taken their career to the internet and now they're moving tickets, but now there's like another stage of like how do you get the bag? How do you get the big bag um, on YouTube? Because like a lot of like Mr. Beast did the Squid Game video, um, and I want to say that had 200 million views on it, give or take. And I think, I, I don't remember who sponsored it, but I think they paid three and a half million dollars mm. for that. So I don't know how you could get that much money without having hundreds of millions of views, you know? Because mm. I think like, I think when Chappelle, Chappelle got like a $60 million three year uh, comedy special. Dang. 60 million, so he was getting like 20 million a special. I'm sure people like Rogan, Tom Segura. Uh, Bill Burr, they're getting ten, twenty million dollars from sponsorships. No, from Netflix or from, from Netflix from oh whoever releases their special. I would imagine that's how much they're getting. So I just, I'm curious. I don't know how a internet comedian would get that much money. Probably don't. At least on one one take. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It would. Yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, it's probably the paywall and the clips, you know. But because I mean, if it, let's say, I mean. If his special is ten bucks, all he needs is a hundred million people or a hundred thousand people to buy it, and I think he's got that fan base, you know. Yeah, hundred thousand. I mean, even if not, if he runs a couple specials a year, that's mm-hmm. that's a lot of yeah, that's a lot of cash. And well, I think it's too. It's like it's again these comedians. They're like they're super inspiring for me. So like as I hopefully as I grow. Um, how to do more stuff. So like, uh, why am, uh, your mom's house, they did your mom's house live. So they did like pay-per-views and they, I think they were making crazy money again. And they was like 10 bucks. So I was just like, man, you know, it'd be sick if in a few years, you know, we can grow this podcast and like songs, all these other things to like, have like, like St. Aubin's variety hour. And it's just like once a quarter, it's a, uh, pay-per-view and you just do music you can do some comedy you just do a bunch of different stuff and it's all like live sh- or it's live pay-per-view that would be like super fun that would be you know um but i just yeah that's like and again i always get get i get giddy when i think about it i'm just like these people dude they're just having the most fun in the world and yeah it's like work you know but oh. they're just dicking around in front of a camera and pe- and then the dumb people are paying them money you know <laughs> bunch of dummies dude <laughs> Um, water break. You just spilled some on your shirt, dude. I spilled, <laughs> I spilled a lot on my shirt. Um. Oh, uh, what I did want to talk. I want to talk about the Daily Wire. So, a trigger warning for my Democrook friends. I'm going to talk about the Daily Wire. Um, I think out of like new media companies, the Daily Wire is like destroying it. 
they're absolutely killing it. Like they have obviously a bench player who's like super conservative and snarky, but he's snarky and it's funny. He makes me laugh. That so they have like a bunch of, I think they have like Matt Walsh. Um, there's another guy who's kind of boring. Michael Knowles, yeah, that guy's boring. Um, but they have those three people. Um, those are like their main like news personality. Um, but now they're like they're getting into like film and stuff. They put out a big documentary called "What Is a Woman," which has been pretty controversial. Um, and but they're they they've done like block not blockbuster but like actual films and stuff like that so they're like branching out they hired some like hottie brett cooper i think and it's called like comment section it's more like culture stuff but like they are they are expanding in ways that i just haven't seen other media doing it like it seems like cnn like they're trying to like they did cnn plus which was a flop dude it was a big old flipper um but like there's other big news outlet like the young turks um they're like a they're more uh liberal i don't see them really doing what daily wires do like daily wires they're trying to be almost like a comcast corporation you know but they're killing it um and the biggest thing is that they just signed um peterson jordan peterson to a podcast deal, I believe, which is here. I mean, Jordan Peterson's like massive. Oh yeah. And I know a lot of people don't like him, um, which is funny to me. Um, I mean, I guess it like, this is, this is the problem with Jordan Peterson. If you ever look at a photo of him, Jordan, let me help you out. Just smile. Smile a little more often. People he's a like little, you. Like, Goblin. It's like you know? anytime, any like anytime he has a count, he's just like, oh. or or his photos, like oh the malevolence, oh the malevolence of the man, you know, <laughs> like that's Jordan Peterson. Just smile, bro. I don't just know smile. what to think about. Yeah. Oh the yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. But yeah, it's. <laughs> but they just they just signed him to like a pot. I would imagine it's. I don't know how, like, I don't know what the numbers were on it, but I think he has, like, he was on Patreon, then he got kicked off Patreon. I think he has a paywall on his website. But the dude sells out theaters just to talk. Yeah. Like, it's insane. But again, I think this is just, like, like I and I understand, like, Day of the Wire is conservative and they're annoying, um, but they're just doing it right. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Daily Wire is the biggest media conglomerate in the future they probably have a huge base here in america i mean oh just, my gosh there's so dude. many conservative yeah folks that just yeah like they they have like a they have a uh what are the like a thermos that's called like leftist tears or Jesus something like that Christ. and those oh those those conservatives they eat that up they're oh. like yeah own the libs let's own the libs which I'm like, it's kind of fun to like get see like liberals or conservatives get owned. But if you're building your career off of owning a political party, you're a loser. Okay, Candace Owens, you hear me? Hey, she's running for like VP, right? In 24, is or something she? Like that? I don't know. Uh, she probably win. Oh, boy, she's just imagine? annoying. They're all annoying. They're all yeah, dude. Well, this is what I was also talking about. Um. 
this the my only problem. I mean, with Daily Wire, their branding sucks. And this is this is I've been I've had a lot of conversations with people about this, but like conservatives can grow a great business, but conservative art and design is dog shit. Like one hundred percent. Like you go to these like more like progressive companies like Apple. It's like sleek beautiful you know and then you go to fox news and it looks like someone drew an eagle with a crayon they got the, the my pillow guy that's like the oh peak yeah design dude for them. it's like i i but i've always wondered like why are conservatives horrible at art i think it's they always have to shoe in like either religion or patriotism 100 percent. it's like it's like it's either it the cross uh, you so we yeah. either need a cross or we need the e an eagle in our photo yeah so <laughs> here is here is a eagle carrying a cross and then here is a cross with an eagle with on an it. eagle on it. so which one we have different colored palettes we only use earth tones uh brown greens you know yeah times but, new roman only. but it's like 100 percent. like every conservative company like you can tell their politics by how good the branding is like in even like websites like in every like conservative website it's always just like uh, therealamericanpatriot.com and you go on there and it looks like Oregon Trail from 1990. You know? It's just like, cock the wagon and float. You know? And it's just, and then you just go to some like, some poor liberals website and it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Granted, they can't make money, but it's beautiful. You know? At least they make you feel something. That's, and so, conservatives, companies, know how to make money but they can't design. Liberal companies, well, they can, some of them can kind of make money, you know, because they get the internet. Like, progressives, they just, they're faster to getting on trends than conservatives because conservatives are too worried about, you know, yeah, being pedophiles. Yeah, being of the world, you yeah. know, being in the world, not yeah. of the world. No, man, I mean, if if Daily Wire could fix their branding a little bit, it looks, it looks like, it looks a little early 2000s, like Lois and Clark, you know that show. Oh yeah, I remember. That's what it kind of reminds yep. me of. Yeah, it's it's very it's just dated. It looks like UPN twenty three. Yeah. Yep, was the last thing yep. they just watched. Yep. Yeah, but I I mean they're still doing good stuff. I think I think they'll do well. I think they they signed uh, Gina Carano. You remember when she got the can? Oh yes, I for remember. um a tweet, which just seems so dumb to me. But they're probably already trying to get rid of her. But um, yeah, they like they gave her the boot, and then here comes Papa Ben Shapiro, just swooped in like, "Come on, Mama." He's such a nerd, though. He's, Can I just he say? makes me laugh, <laughs> and that's like he's the biggest nerd. <laughs> he's like, such a did nerd. you see the photo of him um, outside of Home Depot, like holding a piece of wood in his like shirt tucked in, like a a fucking accountant? He's the biggest. He's the biggest nerd. In the world, but he does make me laugh. He's just got that big wallet. That's He's got that big wallet. He's got that patch on his head. You know, look, I am Ben. <laughs> Come on my show. We'll talk. I just I can't stand that crew though. It's, I, it's I tough just, for me. I think I have a hard. I yeah, like I used to. I used to. I'll go as far as Peterson. Peterson's like I, you know, Pete, I, well, because he's not very like he's no. not political. No, he's, he's just more. Like, 
he, cultural he and like psychological. Like a college, prof- I mean, he was a college professor, but yep. like that he just kind of wandered into this. Like he just had a yeah, yeah. book, and then people did an interview. Yeah. Then suddenly he was on these like own lib like yeah. Websites. Well, because because it, it's the conservatives. That, yeah. They just like, took that. That's and ran. the problem. Conservatives just want if if your if your political agenda is just to own the other side, it's just like fuck off, dude. Oh. Like one of my favorite videos is it was an old it was one of the original Peterson videos that went viral. The uh some like purpled hair goober went up to jordan to like own him it was like mr peterson um there's a bunch of nazis uh that are coming to your rally what do you say to that and he just looks at her he's like yeah i don't like nazis and she's like uh, oh and then it was, you know <laughs> yeah. but again it's it goes back to what we were talking about the last episode just like terms people just throwing yeah. terms out there Can't control who's yeah. like gonna be liking your stuff no. i mean that well that's what I, I was thinking about this i'm like what if daily wire started a record label and they wanted to sign me <laughs> that's Ooh, a decision that is a decision because it's like it's daily wire so at least now they're they're like a conservative news outlet but i think they will grow and evolve just to being like a media outlet that puts out films and stuff like that this is this is what i think about a lot like I would rather have liberal people be my fans. I don't know why I have such. It seems like a nicer fan base. Well, it, but but this is the thing. Like, yes, they might be, but who's more likely to cancel me? Like Republicans are like they're probably more ride or die than liberals, maybe. Yeah, it's it's liberal. This is just uh, liberals seem to be way more concerned with being on the right side of history as opposed to Republicans. I could be yeah. completely wrong. I think they both cancel for different reasons. Probably because like, I, w- I would probably offend. You'd one offend of them. the conservatives like you'd have too much cussing or too many yeah. tattoos. I would, yeah, or I would like make a Jesus joke yeah. and they'd be like, <gasps> you know, yeah, you get canceled right, and they can't stand for that stuff. Or you would like step on yeah, the American yeah. flag, and like, and then like the liberals would cancel me because I said gay ten years ago. He said gay. He's done. You know, it's like okay, whatever, dude. You know, but I don't know. I, I've I've thought about. I've I've played that thought experiment of if Daily Wire started a music. How many zeros outlet. in the check for Daily Wire? Like what? How fat of a check? I would just give them my vote. I'm like, you can have my ballot. <laughs> you know, that's what I do. I don't know. I mean, it would. Yeah, I don't know. I I this is this is gonna sound crazy, but. I wouldn't turn it down immediately because I don't think I don't think I'm one of those people like if something has a bad stigma from certain tribes, I'm not just going to be like, no, like maybe if like the clan was like, hey, we'd like to sign you. I'd be like, hey, I don't think our ideals match up. Let you me know? sleep on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like if some sort of like news outlet was just like, hey. And it was right. Because it's like, you're right. Like, I can't control my fans. You know? What if a bunch of just, like, Christian conservatives become my fans? That's going to suck. Can you know? imagine, yeah. They probably won't spend as much money. They you, might. You'd be playing, like, you know, youth camps. Churches yeah. and, like, you know. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I um, would I sign a deal with, like, with the Daily Wire? I don't know. I wouldn't say no. 
tune in for the what next What about episode. you? Like, do you, would you be like, absolutely not? I can't say I would speak in absolutes. It would just be a fat chat. Yeah, though. it would, uh, of course. Like, it, it would have just be, be like, the do right an deal. internship and we'll see how it works out. Like, but yeah. if they were like, we love your stuff, here's yeah. $10 million, I'd be like, Yes. Like, Tell yes. me where. What, uh, whatever. Yeah. And then I would just make fun of Ben Shapiro every 100%, time I saw yeah. him. Be if, like, yeah. If they, it, what, who, if I sign to anybody, as long as like, as long as you know who I am, because yeah. I'm not like, I don't fit in a box. I mean, if Denny's approached me and was like, "Do you want to do record oh, label?" Dude, I'd be like, "Absolutely!" In a heartbeat. Yeah. I'd in be like, a heartbeat. Sign me. And just, just pay me in grand slams, baby. You know. <laughs> um. I don't know. Maybe one day. May I, I wouldn't be surprised if they got into music. They they got a fan base. Are we talking about Denny's or Daily Wire? You know, <laughs> you know, the, with Denny's, like the majority of my streams would come from between like two and four a.m. What the fuck is up, Denny's? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, do you see? Have you seen the like hardcore show? Yes, I love. I watch Denny's. it at least like once a oh quarter. I have to. It's so good. I wonder where they're at now. We gotta look them up. They're probably the manager. There. Why don't you reach out? See if we can get them on the show. Wouldn't that be amazing? What a what a stunt! Band from Denny's. Oh my god! Gotta do it. The Denny's band. Oh, we get all the views if we can get them on next episode. Yeah. How about that? I'm totally down, dude. <laughs> See where they're at. I'm totally down. We should deep dive bands that were viral like six or you know eight years ago or whatever. I don't know how long have that video has been online. It's been a while. Like Huba Stank. <laughs> Hey, I know you're not doing much. <laughs> you could book Hoobastank. That'd be insane. I'm going to try to get... um. Actually, there's a comedian, Josh Wolf. I'm going to try to get him on. He's coming in July. Ooh. The challenge is like getting bigger people on. It's like you either have to... They have to be really generous or bored because I can't offer them anything. Like I'm 100%... If Josh Wolf came on my podcast, 100% he's doing me a favor. I'm not doing him a favor. So, uh, Mr. Josh Wolf, I would love to have you on my podcast. Um, what really intrigued me was years ago, you and Brendan Schaub had a conversation about how the pandemic saved your marriage. I thought that was a really interesting conversation. I would like to continue that conversation. So if you'd like to come on my podcast, you know, please hit me up and maybe everybody could leave at Josh Wolf in the comments and we could get him on. Huh? Coming in July. But or is it July? Oh shit, that's it coming up July. quick. I need to reach out. ASAP. Um but okay, I think I'm done. Daddy's done. Daddy's had a day. He just talks all day. How did Rush Limbaugh do this, man? Oh probably cocaine. Cocaine. Did you know that his producer was black? No, I didn't. I thought that that was hilarious when I found out that he was black. He's just sitting in the corner, just taking. Or the same it, thing like, with um, with like you know how a lot of people think Joe Rogan's a racist. Oh yeah. He has a daughter who's mixed. Oh look at that! Hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> All right, kiddos, uh, go listen to my music. Subscribe to YouTube. I'm all, uh, I'm at a hundred over a hundred subscribers. So money, money, trying to get to a 1k by the end of the year. Uh, so help me.